0: Log Talk
1: Radio.
0: Hello, my friends. It's Tuesday night at 6:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You know what that means. It's time for Live at the Sports Attic we got quite a few things to discuss tonight. As always, we'll be discussing DraftKings and how our guru, Al Archer, did in his DraftKings week. We're probably going to have to talk about a few other things, such as the Chicago Bears. And then some wrestling talk. We haven't done wrestling talk in a long time, but the, the wrestling world got flipped on its head, Al anyway
1: I don't know yeah, am I allowed to talk wrestling with you or you leave the chat I, I mean, well I can't leave this chat my there?
0: name's on this show I can't leave this I might leave but not this show uh, yeah aew and impact kind of changed the game I know there was some big uh, NXT stuff of course as well yeah
1: they had uh, they had another takeover they had their uh, war games which we went to the last one. Can you believe it? That was a year
0: ago. We went to wrestling. Holy crap! Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's the same with all in, with all out, whatever, whatever you want, it, whatever they're calling it now. But we didn't get to do that this year either. We'll be back next year. I'm gonna go sign up, and I'm gonna take 20 vaccines, and we'll be fine. Uh, right, well,
1: I I hope I'm invited. I don't know if I've been kicked out of the wrestling group uh, of the uh, going to wrestling.
0: Big news here tonight. You have, who's kicked out? Cheers. Uh, we, of course, are on Facebook Live at the Larcher and Lawrence and Facebook page. But also, uh, just like last week, we are on Twitch. We are now known as Sports Addict on Twitch. Just the Sports Addict, because this year's show is called Live at the Sports Addict. Indeed. And we're here ready to take your calls, your comments, your texts, your Twitch chat, and your tweets. Because tonight we are live via Periscope. Periscope. periscope 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 over on the over on twitter so hello twitter family uh who follow us at larcher lawrenson over there and as always we are live on blog talk radio if you want to give us a call there you can wait online and we'll get to you as soon as we can or as soon as we see it seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seriously we'll look for you there at seven six zero four five four eight eight three four uh, hello, podcast listeners over on iTunes and anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to us there. Hello, my friend. Well, it's good. To, it's good to hear your
1: voice again. Another uh, fun week. Uh,
0: the Bears have have completely
1: uh, tanked. They fell apart, and uh, and I'm all for it. I was happy they did this. You know, I, I I was sick of pretending that you know things could get better and things might get good, and, and maybe nobody should be fired and uh they went ahead and they screwed everything up. So everybody did get fired. So I mean, you know, well well, we hope they get fired. We don't know yet, but
0: uh yeah. Man, the, it was just it it was a new way to lose. I mean, the week before on the Monday Night Football against the Packers, you saw the Bears really get just destroyed. This one here, it seemed like they had the uh the lesser team in check. It seemed like the Detroit Lions, they they had it taken care of and then they they threw it away. At the end, Listen, the, the defense just
1: fell apart there, too. When you look at the Detroit Lions from a statistic standpoint, when Galladay isn't in the lineup, there's something like 20% less production. This offense cannot function without their top wide receiver. He didn't play. The Bears still couldn't get the job done. The defense failed. The offense failed. The coaching's failed. Ownership has failed. Everybody has failed on this team. And uh, it's time to maybe just uh, start start afresh.
0: It's time to go. I'm ready. It's time to go. The the game the the jig is up on everybody, right? You, you ride I, out the season. So. You ride out the season, and then see what's up.
1: I don't even know if you want to ride out the season. Like, what's there to ride out? What's what? What are you left to see?
0: Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what there is to see with that. It's just like, um. Yeah, no. The the one the one thought has been maybe let uh, let Nagy get a quarterback that he gets to choose. If if you remember, Trubisky was here before he got here. But is a quarterback the instant fix to the offensive woes of the Chicago Bears? Is that an instant fix with what you see going on out there? I I don't believe it is. I still think Al, where you want to look. When it comes to the Chicago Bears, you, you've got to talk to the great McCaskey family. Virginia McCaskey herself, what, 96 years old, now, The, the yeah, daughter so of the founding father of the team, George Papa Bear Hallis. Virginia, uh, she and her sons are running the team. George is still there. Like, you you, you got to blow everything up below you. And I'm sorry, but Ted Phillips, maybe it's time to head out. I've heard a couple of uh, – I saw a couple of rumors out there that maybe Ted Phillips is ready to retire or something as the president of the football team. So I don't know. It might be a nice, nice way to go. You know? Uh, Yeah. 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 It really could. I don't know. So that's where we are there. Um, How are you, how are you fixing this Al? What is, what is the larger answer to fixing this?
1: Well, I don't know. You know, I, I think I think a, a fresh start is needed. I think a new uh, a new person as uh, uh, running the football team uh, from a general manager standpoint. I think Pace has failed us. I don't trust him to pick another quarterback. I don't trust him to do anything in the off season. So I'm concerned there. I don't know. There's not like a coach I want though. I mean, sure Nagy blows, but. I don't know what what I want. You know, I I can't give an answer there. It may, maybe I'll get excited about some people once uh, names start being thrown out there. I have heard of uh, the old Pittsburgh head coach. He's always his name always gets thrown around. Cower.
0: that's Phil Cower. I feel like that spent, spent a couple of years not around there, but now now it's back in. I believe it was Boomer Esiason kind of uh, laid some laid some groundwork this week for it. But he was talking Jets for him. I don't know. I kind of, we'll see. I I I don't know who else is out there. What else is out there? Byron Leftwich, it's not like he's lighting fires down in Tampa, you know? Like, who who's the guy that you go for? Are you going for an offensive guy then? Who knows? Um, I do know that they could lose. They could lose out. This next game, Sundays, all Sundays at noon, thank goodness, we don't have to put the Chicago Bears on national television, which, by the way, tonight you got Dallas and uh, Baltimore on. The famous Tuesday night football game, uh the famous COVID season Tuesday night football. I'm not sure what'll happen there, but uh all Bears games are now on, they're at noon central time. They're not gonna be played for the whole damn nation, which is great. Absolutely fantastic. I need to get me back up there on the screen, eh? Huh? No, there we go. I was little well, again now.
1: Go ahead. I I Little Clark, uh, Little Clark is back. Hey. Um Hey. I think it's I think the team is comical enough that people people want the hot sauce. They wanna see it. Yeah. Then they need something to laugh about on the weekend, and uh, I'm all for uh a, a national and uh, y- you know uh, more embarrassing uh, moments. I want to see this team like if it's going to fail, let's keep it crumbling. I mean, it crumbled against sure. the Lions. You you have a ten point lead with like seven minutes left, and you blow the game. I mean, how bad is that? Just no, an absolute sure. embarrassment.
0: Just put it out there so they can all see it. I laughed, Al. Like. When that fumble happened, I laughed. Like that—that that was obviously the ball game. But it was the drive right before that, where Matthew Stafford took the Detroit Lions down. The Bears playing prevent defense that didn't—you know—didn't prevent anything. Um, they went away from the run in the second half, even though they had to the lead. What's one thing you need to do is that. And then I literally—I I laughed out loud when Mitch got sacked and fumbled the ball. And I thought for a second the Bears lineman was going to get it. Then they got it, and it's game over. And all of a sudden, the 14-point swing happens. The Bears lose the game, and that might have been the final sayonara. See you later. Have a a good one, Matt Nagy. Thank you for joining us. uh, Ryan Pace, you bet on Mitch, you bet wrong.
1: Yeah, I thought they had a pretty good chance of keeping their jobs had they just been, you know, won this game and and won a couple more uh, in in the home stretch here, but – you know, when you lose to the Lions, who by the way are on interim coach themselves, you know, and that's another problem. You have you have a lot of teams with a lot better pieces. That if I if I was going to go general manager team, I, I wouldn't want to go to the Bears. Uh, besides, yeah, you know what? I wouldn't want to go here. It's too cold, anyways. Right. I you know, go around Atlanta. You got Matt Ryan, you got Julio Jones. They're they're kind of in the twilight of their 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 playing career, so maybe not there. Because Detroit cold. Um, I would probably go to the Texans or I would go to the jets. You know, you go down to New York, big city, you you get the, you get the, the the pretty boy from, uh, uh, the college, the number one pick in the draft uh, Trevor Lawrence and you, you build from there.
0: Yeah. Right. Just trade up and go for it. Boom. All Jesus sounds like there's an earthquake here i think it's just kids jumping off of furniture my goodness sorry you didn't you're not shaking over there are you no all right so that's i've been in
1: one i've been in one earthquake in my life and it was in tokyo so
0: wait a minute you were in an earthquake in tokyo yeah i don't remember that happening on your tokyo trip how how bad was the earthquake patrick and i got into
1: an argument of whether we should get a cab or not and uh, we're standing outside because it was the middle of the night, and we we were a town away from the town we were staying in. It was like a mile and a half walk, and, you know, I'm like, well, maybe we should just walk. He's like, ah, you know, I'm not walking in some strange land in the middle of the night. You know, let's just, you know, maybe take a cab, but we heard cabs cost $100, bucks, uh, you know, no matter what you do. Right. So we were confused. We tried asking the driver how much, and he like he, he he like wrote down like a billion yen, and we didn't know if that was a uh, hundred or ten uh, bucks. Uh, and uh, so we were debating, and all of a sudden the world starts shaking, and you just hear the steel like bending on the like the bus to the train station, like you know you, you right. hear things swinging, and then we're like, all right, let's just get in the
0: cab. Well. With as little as I know about Tokyo, and I don't mean to sound awful here, but I would totally wonder if God fuckingzilla is coming around the corner. I mean, w- would I not at that point? I don't know. Nathan
1: has news on the Olympics. Well, oh, that's good!
0: Breaking news coming from Nathan on the Olympics. I'm waiting for that. Uh, welcome, Nathan. Thank you so much for joining in. Oh, we're Bye. talking. We're, ta- we're discussing Tokyo. Of course, Tokyo. You're sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I understand. They had. They
1: had. We were walking downtown in one of the buildings they were going to use for the Olympics, you know. And, and they had fish, squid—uh, not real squid, but like projected squid—were dancing on the side of the building.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. Tokyo, really advanced. Okay. All right. Yeah. So be it. All right. What is the news? Oh, I have heard this. Nathan's going to bring it up. I I did hear a little something about uh, they they've got a new game that's going to be introduced.
1: A new I game.
0: Hope it's ping pong. No, it is. This is it. This is it. Wow. Yeah. Here, uh, breaking break news. Dancer. Thank you, Nathan, uh, YouTuber there. Breakdancing is coming for the 2024 Olympic Games. You I know who the greatest uh,
1: breakdancer of all time was? Who? Rerun, man. Rerun. That guy knew how to get down. And I wear, don't he'd know. He'd wear the beret. I... He'd wear the red. How's all about rerunning the break dancing. When I was in I high remember. school, and I'm sure I'm sure you didn't have this in your high school because everybody was white in, in Farmers in your your little uh, town there. Pretty
0: much. In Kirkland. I mean, you but, knew who you knew when there was a black person who moved to town. Like, yeah. but
1: on lunch breaks in my town, everybody, you know, all the kids would be doing the break dancing during lunch. I wasn't one of them. I can't. I can't dance. I, I think this is well established. Wow. I have two left feet. They're both pointing in the wrong direction and I have short legs. I don't know how to dance.
0: I mean, breakdancing is pretty impressive, right? Like it is a pretty yeah. impressive thing. It's I, I can understand why people might take a step back and wonder what the fuck. Olympic? But if
1: if breakdancing is an Olympic invention, pro wrestling be? Me, I mean, they're very they're they're similar.
0: They're, what they're, the pageantry involved is that what you're talking yeah, about you're,
1: they're, they're both doing a dance they're both you know moving their body and it's about controlling your body and, and moving
0: okay okay all right Na- Nathan yeah. says there's
1: a reason I hope, yeah, I I hope I, we get the I've been waiting
0: here. I've been waiting for this
1: waiting with bated breath yeah
0: yeah I'm absolutely uh, I'm I'm ready for you Jesus oh,
1: younger audience okay there you uh, go this
0: makes sense there you go yeah I'm with you on that Our,
1: are video games in the uh, Olympics yet? Because video games should be.
0: Uh, there's, no, there's, it's going
1: to get there. There's nothing like that going on,
0: is there? I don't know. There should
1: be. I mean, uh, that, that's the fastest-growing competition, and, and rightfully so. And, sure.
0: And exciting stuff. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for joining us over there on Twitch, my friend. Uh, we are new. This is just the second week that we've been on Twitch. We've been running this show for uh, since 2012. must be 645. Uh, we've been running this show since 2012. Uh, we are Larcher and Lawrenson. He is Al Larcher. I'm Clark and We come at you from Chicago, Illinois. In non-COVID times, we're from the Sports attic, but uh, we're, we're from a few different locations. Just uh, keeping that social distance going. Which Al, you were talking about Tokyo. Don't you think you'd probably be in Tokyo right now, or you would have been? You'd be there uh, next month for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. That's okay. Had there yeah. not been, especially with uh, your recent big week in uh, right. in DraftKings, I would have imagined. You'd have been there. I,
1: won a, I won another DraftKings tournament. So, you know, it took like 15K. And usually, traditionally, I go to Wrestle Kingdom when I win a big tournament. But uh, Japan is only, uh, they're, they're only doing uh, business tourism. Business? You, can't, you can't be a tourist to go to Japan. So, no Wrestle Kingdom for me. this
0: What if this we year. send you over there to report live from the sports ad? We're going to have to use your funds still. It wouldn't be, but you would just use us as your cover. You're yeah. there on business. That's a
1: good idea. Maybe I can get some press credentials. Get some press
0: credentials for the Tokyo Power Dome. the
1: Tokyo Dome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll send an email. I'll get one of those Google translators and see what see what uh, see what happens.
0: Have you been watching much wrestling from there? Do they have fans in the in the a lot of fans now? Is it still spaced out fans? The last time I, I caught uh, some of that with you. The, the fans were spaced out.
1: Yeah. The last show I watched was the one with you. Um, okay. If they start moving into tag tournaments and stuff. Uh, prior to Wrestle Kingdom and I'm uh, uh, probably about a week or two away from kind of checking back in seeing what's going on and then you know we're what three weeks away from Wrestle Kingdom Jesus, uh, that's fun you know maybe maybe we could get together for that I don't know you know you got your social distance
0: uh, but of course
1: I I'm immune so I'm like I know Superman. like I
0: think you would be allowed to just come over I don't think we probably still shouldn't be too close to each other just in case we shouldn't like eat from the same dish, maybe I don't know, or maybe we should I don't know you're immune i'm I'm gonna try to get some vaccines when I can now you well, aren't suppo- I, you're not supposed to take it
1: right right no i don't i'm I'm not supposed to I'm not going to i'm I'm good
0: i I don't need any you don't vaccine. even have to make a decision about it. that's kind of nice
1: no no
0: you can it's not like well, I decided to take this, which things could go horribly wrong on.
1: I'm just looking at the millionaire, uh, the Millie Maker this week. I only put up like 150 points tops in tournament this week. That was your best week? Really, Ooh. really, really strong cash game week. Um, that did really well and saved my ass. But tournament, my tournament team sucked. And uh, it was one of those weeks, if you didn't have Darren Waller, which I really did. He was the most expensive tight end. And my philosophy is always spend down at tight end. He put up 48 points. Okay. Uh, so the millie maker, the winner stacked. He, he had Derek Carr stacked with Darren Waller. Derek Carr, Darren Waller. Uh, Carr put up 35 points. Waller puts up 48. He had New England's defense putting up 31. He double. He he did a two tight end set uh, playing the tight end in the flex with Robert Tunyon getting 13 points. Um, Corey Davis 38. Robert Woods 18. Justin Jefferson, I don't know why people aren't playing him. 17% ownership, uh, 30 points. Chris Carson went for 20. James Robinson went for 22. And he put up 258 points. He uh, single stacked uh, with no run back. So interesting uh, take there. Non-traditional win. But, yeah, man, that's a lot of points uh, for the Millie Maker. And uh, good good for uh, Jay Gill- uh,
0: for for winning the millie that's huge man That that's really good so your cash game though it saved you like did you end up with uh, a decent amount like did you come out ahead or we just kind of helped you stay stay in the business
1: all my losses came in tournament play cash game did all right I screwed up and uh so I did a $50 50 50 and which would have Made a big difference, and I accidentally put in like one of my high risk tur- uh, tournament teams instead of my cash lineup. Okay. So I was tilted on that. That really sucked because that team did nothing. Like, like you know, the fifty fifty, the little circle, the little circle stayed at the start position the entire game. So I don't know if maybe that team just did they COVIDed <laughs> and they just left, or they decided they didn't want to play for start. me. They didn't even start.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, my best tournament team, you know, I get the twenty that I the, the lineup of twenty that I put into the dollar game. Uh it, my my dollar that I spent won me $3 from this lineup and uh 184 points is what I got there Al. Yeah. Uh that was the one I did with Kirk Cousins, James Robinson as a running back, David Montgomery, everybody on fire here. Uh Jefferson with 30, Woods, yeah. ah, 18, Mims dropped the ball of course, he had 8 points. Yeah, he needed Crowder instead. My tight end was the old Furkster.
1: Yeah. are actually paid off. Um, he was the punt for the week. I think he was only what?
0: Oh yeah. 200? Yeah, he did. 22, but he was 22% played in my tournament. Um, the one that man, Devonte Adams cost so much money, right? $9,000, but he was only played by 18% of the people and he scored 37 points. Like you can't, why wouldn't you play him a little bit?
1: Well, I, I did. I, I had uh I think I was at like 15, 20% on him. Uh, I could actually look right here. See where I'm at. Uh, Devontae Adams. I played him at, uh, of course, everything freezes up.
0: Of course. Now, that's what, that's exactly what happens. You can call us at 760-454-8834. Leave a comment wherever you're listening, if you're listening live or if you're listening on the podcast. Uh, Facebook Live, thank you so much, as always, for being there. Twitch, it's nice to be a partnership there. It's nice to have you all join us there. And then, of course, uh, over at Periscope and Twitter tonight. I had 17% on
1: uh, Devontae Adams, so I was right on the market. Yep. Uh, which is where I wanted to be. 9000 is a lot of equity to put into a position. I mean, that's how you really have to think about it. Uh, Devontae Adams was in uh, a 10th place lineup. I'm trying to look in the million maker here. Yeah. I don't see him a pair till, uh, Oh, sixth place, $25,000, uh, had a Devonte Adams. But again, it was the Derek Carr, Derek Waller. The problem is when you have a player blow up in a position, especially at the tight end position, if you don't have equity in that, you know, you're not winning anything. And yeah. that this was one of those weeks where I didn't have Darren Waller, um, I, I, I had zero percent on him. I didn't do a Raiders stack. It crossed my mind, but I really was into the uh uh Tannehill and uh late late in the week I started moving in on Kyle Murray because uh Tyler I really Murray. liked Fitzpatrick. And then when Fitzpatrick was pulled, I had to t- I had to take his percentage I was playing and put him some somewhere else. So I saw Murray was going under own. So I jumped in on Kyle Murray, figuring, well, he could still have a big game. And, uh, of course, he, he really didn't. He put up uh, 18 points. Uh, so so that failed me. Tannehill did all right. He did 31 points. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I was not looking at, at Carr. And uh, looking at my rating system, he wasn't projecting really well. It, it just wasn't a game to be on him, which – I mean, at the end of the day, that's what being contrarian is. It's playing those games and getting off the chalk games, which don't win you anything. Uh I should have gotten, I shouldn't have played Aaron Rodgers. I should have played Carr. And uh, it's easy to say in hindsight, hard to do in the moment, but Herbert, Watson, Wilson, uh, they were all chalk, as was Mitch Trubinsky. And that was a smart pivot. Like you shouldn't have played Mitch Trubinsky. And I knew that going in.
0: Right. Oh, did,
1: our our, uh, our Olympic play expert, Trubisky, Nathan, yeah. Nathan Huxley, YouTuber, he's a, he's a Brit.
0: Oh, hey, that's good. Well,
1: I've never been to England. You haven't. I don't. I don't like that Queen. Until she's dead, I'm not going. I'm not what are
0: your to to issues country. with the Queen of England? Like, what are, Listen, what are your problems then, there?
1: England, they are colonialist. Clark, they've tried to take over the world multiple times. What? They're just troublemakers. And you know as well as I do, when the British people come to America and they go to the bars, nothing but a ruckus. Nothing but oh, a ruckus. Not, get, as bad as, not as bad as the Irish, but still a ruckus.
0: Giving tours, some of my favorite folks are Brits, like just the nicest of folks. I always like to bring up uh, that I name my dar- daughter Vera Lynn uh, when Brits are around because there is a World War II-era singer named Vera yeah. Lynn. We'll and
1: meet again. I didn't, don't know where, don't know when. That's it.
0: That's it, Al. No like nobody here knows that. You do. You're you're a DJ. You you understand these things. Uh but um uh yeah, she she just passed away this year. She was over a hundred years old. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I most Americans say- would think. Well all the Brits do is sit down and have tea and crumpets.
1: I uh, <laughs> I recently have really gotten into tea. I have dark chocolate and a cup of a spot. I believe it's called a spot of tea every evening <laughs> now.
0: So, do you do you do a tea a night?
1: Yeah, yeah. I have at least one tea a night. I've got to
0: get into some tea. Uh, tea is great. I've been on tea kicks. Uh, I was I was doing a walk every morning and picking up a tea on my on my three and a half mile walk every morning uh, until the most recent daycare uh, hold up. So I can't really walk with the kids and and head for that tee anymore. But, you know, it happens. Uh, The Week 13 games, Al, we were talking about it before the show started tonight. And uh, you were wondering about me in the cash game with, uh, with deciding to play Baker Mayfield, which that one play was okay, but the rest of my team just really dropped the ball.
1: Yeah, it was a bad team. I, I I remember looking at it and going, This is like have I if I has Clark not learned anything from me? No, but then you not. were winning with this Baker Mayfield, then I was just yeah. pissed off about it because I'm like, What how how is this bad uh, how is this bad team doing anything? And it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was.
0: But it was Baker Mayfield who dropped thirty three. Thirty three and he only cost five grand. Come on. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was a good play. Really good
0: play. So the idea there was you run Baker Mayfield, Javaris Landry, and they'd be behind. And then you you follow that back with on this stack with the running back from the team that would be in the lead, Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry runs the ball. So my thought was Derrick Henry would be able to score a lot of points. However, they were down the whole game. And not just down, they were down by a lot most of the game. The final score was only 41, Cleveland, Tennessee 35. But I would not have – you know, I, I just – I wouldn't have expected uh, – I. If it had gone the other way, I would have had a better shot. Let's just put it that way. I'd have scored more than 118 points. The bad? Now you'd, you'd, was, bad. Akins you do, was bad. you was bad.
1: You do realize no. that um, in small field tournament play, correlating isn't as important as in large field tournament play. So game stacking probably isn't beneficial to you as it would be in a larger field game. So, just, just just something to think about. Um and I know there's some confusion there cuz I think in the past I've, I I I kind of uh, said do stack in tournament plays. You always but, say that. Yeah, yeah, that tournament plays, yes. But cash game you you don't you don't need to you don't need to stack. If you can, great. If not, you know. It's okay. But yeah, I mean, look, the Lions, I don't know why you took the Lions with the Bears. That that was dumb. Eckler made a lot of sense. Aikens made a lot of sense, although Fisker was the better play. Mooney, I get why you went there. And you've spent no money at this point. Well, besides Eckler. Right. Uh, Perriman. Yeah, Derrick Henry. It's it's usually a bad idea to buy both of the top-end wide receivers, or the running backs. One of them is going to fail. You are getting a nice floor there, which I understand why you did it. But you you took all three of the top projected running backs on the week and, and, and uh, jammed them into a lineup. And because you did that, you got no play at, at, at wide receiver,
0: and, and that really hurt
1: you, especially when those three high-end, high-priced running backs tanked. Two of them did. One of them hit value. Cooks always does, you know. Right,
0: virtually. right, 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 right. Yeah. So, All right. Lesson learned. I'll try to do better next time, Al. What – What's your advice for me for week fourteen? Do better, okay I'll write that down that's that's all like the coach of the chicago bears uh where it says b u on his notes. oh, I have to say this he had his note he had his game sheet his his plastic card out there the whole time yeah, and I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that he uh that he was calling plays again, like it really looked like he was calling plays. They haven't announced that. I haven't heard anybody bring it up. But I just think that he might have been calling plays.
1: Yeah, and then well, what's his name? The old the, the uh, Jets uh guy got caught doing that.
0: Got caught what? He was
1: uh what's his name? Gase Gase, Gase. Adam Gase, yeah. Case handed over the uh play calling duties to uh Daryl Doolittle and uh, uh yeah. dummy dummy doolittle, doolittle. doolittle was calling the plays. And they caught Gase actually calling the plays, and when they called him on it, he lied about it.
0: Really? So, That's yeah. hilarious. That's absolutely hilarious. And then the Jets, man, like things are not good for the Bears, but I think it's definitely worse for the Jets. Did they? The last play of the game, the the defense that was called, and they ended up firing Greg at Williams for that today. Uh, they just kind of laid down. It was almost as bad as uh, when uh, the Packers beat um your buddy chris conti uh to beat the bears to win the division a few years back where he just destroyed yeah. them it, it looked almost as bad as that oh man yeah the chicago bears <sighs> anything else about this final week this last uh, week in uh in in your DraftKings hell.
1: Well, not DraftKings, but this was the championship week in the FFPC, the high stakes football championship. Uh, of course, my team made it to the final
0: round. Like the final week, this was it.
1: Yeah, this is this is the championship week. Because then it go then it goes in the next three weeks is a tournament.
0: Okay. Uh, everyone who who makes the
1: tournament, that's for the half million dollars. But the actual league ends this week. This was the championship game. So I was playing this guy Gucci. Uh, now, Gucci, I looked at the top hundred, the, the the top, the players who finished the top hundred in the regular season, uh-huh. this guy had six of the top hundred teams. Uh, so I'm playing a guy who, who's just, he's, he's running, you know, he's got, a, he's got a lot of teams in this game. He's got yeah. a couple thousand dollars worth of teams. Yeah. So, so the week starts now, mind you, he has no money left in free agency. He has $1 left. I have like $400. We're the only two people who can make free agency moves. So I could outbid him at everything. Well, the week kicks off and remember it's a point and a half at the tight end position, right? Mm -hmm. He, uh, let me see. Let me pull up the game here. Both his tight ends go out injured during the week. Okay. So he, he had, he had Irv Smith, and he had uh, Janu Smith. So he had the two Smiths. Both of them go out. So now this guy's got nothing at tight end. He's going to make a move. So I'm thinking to myself how to, be, how to be sneaky, how to sneaky attack him. And I'm like, well, what tight end would I get? And I'm like, man, I would go with the Bears tight end. He's going to get something. You know, if you look at numbers and, and stats, Comment is, uh, is uh, getting more snaps. And the Bears like targeting him, yeah. so I'm like, oh, uh, I'm like, shit. You know, I could have three tight ends on my roster. If I grab that tight end, he has nothing. So I thought about it, but I didn't want to drop a player, and I end up not doing it. He ends up taking Jack Doyle, who goes one catch, twelve yards for two two points in the the tournament.
0: Okay, Comet ended
1: up catching a touchdown. So thank God he didn't go that route.
0: That's good. That's good. So you won.
1: Well, so the, the game plays out. He has six guys going. I have three. I have my quarterback. I have Delvin Cook, and I have Cuckoo um, who, who I picked up, thankfully. Now, he had Will Fuller, and he had Matson. So if Cook couldn't go, he would have had Matson. and if uh, Will Fuller wouldn't have gotten suspended, I wouldn't have had Cuckoo So this guy ran into a lot of bad luck going uh-huh. into the final game. So he, so he, I'm playing three. He's playing six. By the end of the game, he's winning by like ten points, but he's he's blown most of his team. So then we go into late Sunday, and it ends. He he ends up taking like a ten point lead, but I have Antonio Gibson, I have Juju Smith Schuster, and yep. I have uh, Amari Cooper. He has Terry McLaurin left. And a two point lead. So I'm like, I sh- unless everything goes wrong, I should win this game. I should win. By the way, Clark, you get a medal. So one of these shows, I'll be wearing my medal proudly. Oh, I just spoiled. I won. So uh, he gets. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: he gets. Uh,
0: the spoiler is here.
1: So I'm driving home yesterday, and I'm like, okay, I just need everything to go right. Just, just someone. Terry McLaurin, if he puts up 30 points, I could be fucked. Because Amari Cooper has tanked, and Juju Smith-Schuster has tanked in the past. Like, it could happen. But Gibson's going to give me at least 15 points. Two minutes into that game, Gibson breaks his toe. He's out. Wow. So now I'm like, oh, no.
0: I do recall that.
1: McLaren starts, he he gets catches, and then Juju Smith-Schuster had one catch for, like, six yards. Going into halftime, he was still winning by, like, three points. At the end of the day, Terry McClure and the, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers ended up shutting him down completely. Okay. He ended up with two catches for 14 yards and 3.4 points, where Juju Smith-Schuster also got shut down, but he had seven catches for 28 yards. Seven catches for 28 yards. But it was enough to give me nine points. I take the lead. He has no players left, and I still have Amari uh, Cooper kicking off here in about five minutes. So I, I won. I won. Um, That's great. It, I bought two teams at 350 dollars, so I put 700 dollars into the game. Uh, the winning the, the pot for winning this week was fifteen, hundred dollars. so I won 1500. Now I have a tough choice. I could get five teams in next year's tournament, one team in the World Series of uh, fantasy football.,
0: are okay. you there?: Yeah, I'm right here.
1: Yeah, I froze, but that's all right.
0: All right. Uh, I still got you. Oh, yeah.
1: One team in the World Series of Fantasy Football, which is a $2,000 entry. Five teams in next year's tournament, which is a $1,700 entry. Or I could cash out at 1500
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. The, uh, the worst picture, I mean, we have to freeze that. I love it. I know.
0: I know. Oh, you can see that happening too? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Yeah, okay, bring it I back. It. We'll see if we can bring it back. That'll be great. Guys, 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834. You can uh, tweet us, at Larcher Leave a comment on, on the Twitch streams. Thank, thank you so much for watching us on Twitch, Facebook Live. Those of you on the podcast, leave, leave a comment on our Twitter feed as well throughout the week, or give us a call. Like I said, 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834 is the phone line. Give us a call. Let us know what is happening. Are you still with us, brother?
1: Yeah, I'm here.
0: All right, just just checking. There he is. Yeah.
1: So now I'm playing for a half a million dollars, and I have a good shot at it. I, I finished 185th, or, or I'm sorry, 215th overall in the regular season. I have a really good team, but I lost Antonio Gibson. I'm hoping he ends up playing next week, but I doubt it. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer. So I think I, I think I lost my chance at the uh, half mil, but
0: uh-huh. I'm still in
1: it. I'm still in it.
0: Yeah, so. how bad is that injury?
1: Well, it's a it's a toe injury. I mean, it, it's I've heard yeah. like a mild uh, it's turf toe, so
0: right, right. But that's still gonna hurt somebody. Yeah. Now
1: Nathan Nathan says that uh, he's a he's a, a a rugby fan. I'm gonna tell you right now, Americans have no idea what rugby is.
0: I, I have an idea
1: Oh, you know they toss the ball backwards That's all you know And then they
0: run And they can kick it through the uprights in the middle of a play
1: How many points do they get for kicking it through the uprights in the middle of a play? Uh, six How many points do they get for running it in? Uh, four That doesn't make any sense
0: Um. Alright, so points can be scored in several ways, Al I'm just, This is from memory Uh, a try scored by grounding the ball into the in goal area, the one between the goal line and the dead ball line, you know, that's worth like five points. And it's a subsequent, you can have a subsequent conversion kick for two points. That would give you seven right there or a successful penalty kick or drop goal. They each score three points. So there's plenty of ways to score as I've always known. And I just wanted to bring that up here. That's, that's basically how it is, you know? Oh, Hey there, partner. I'm back. I've returned returned it all
1: my glory. So
0: have you learned about rugby now that I've been able to teach you the ways?
1: Well, while you were explaining, I I refreshed, so I missed all of it. But (laughs) I'm sure the listeners were fascinated.
0: Man, I've tried to get uh, into it here and there because I believe that, no, that'd be Australian rules football versus Irish rules football. That's something different. But anyway, when Aussies come to – to the states i hear a lot of them compare our game of football is more like a chess game compared to rugby which is more like uh you know that's more of a checkers it's more of a boom let's go let's make those moves now we will kick your ass right here in your face with chess or with uh the nfl with the american football it's definitely a game of chess and it's uh figuring out where to put your chess pieces having the best athletes in those places you hear me
1: yeah, it's a game of strategy. It's, uh, football is it's a wild beast, is what it is. And, uh, you know, not, not a lot of people understand it, but those who do uh, really get enjoyment because it, it, I think it's the best game.
0: I think it's the best sports
1: game going.
0: And I even enjoy watching the Chicago Bears, but now with as bad as they are, my suggestion is on my uh, cable streaming, I am able to skip ahead 15 seconds. I could hit a button, and boom, I'm ahead 15 seconds. So I always pause the game until about 40 minutes later. And then in between plays, as they're setting the ball, you can just fast-forward that thing, 15 seconds, boom, you're at the next play. It can cut down your your, your football-watching experience. You can get it all done in a good two-and-a-half hours, maybe maybe two hours, 20 minutes, somewhere in there. Well,
1: I'm watching Red Zone most of the time. Yeah. You know, the, the Bears aren't good enough to hold my attention, so – uh, I'm on red zone. Uh, usually, usually crying that Cole Beasley's getting a bunch of touchdowns and I'm, <laughs> sure. or, or Darren Waller's getting four touchdowns, and I, I have zero exposure on him.
0: I do. You have the the Bears game on a on a screen anywhere? Or no, you're just you're just running red zone.
1: Earlier in the year, I, I would put the the Bears on the PC,
0: yeah, on the,
1: lap, on the laptop, and I, I'd have the red There's zone. There's no
0: the reason PC. for you to do that anymore. I. Yeah, when I had red zone, I was usually Bears game is Bears game, but then red zone, if if things aren't close, get there for the end of the first games, which is the best. Red zone in the uh in the second half. Uh, Scott Hansen, I think he does a fun a fine job. I always hear people talking about there's another guy who does the direct T V, Al. And they always talk about him being better at it, but I'm more of a I'm a Scott Hansen guy. For the red zone that shows up on the, uh, I believe that's Xfinity is where you watch that at.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a guy I got. He's good. I like him.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too.
1: So I bought, I bought. Uh, so I played. I started playing a little bit of the stock market. I mm-hmm. bought steel, not knowing what's, st- you know, just, just on a whim. I paid six dollars a share for it. It's now up to like nineteen dollars.
0: Yeah, is it sell time, or do you you want to give it a little bit more time?
1: Well that that's just the thing. How do you I know have no how do you I know? Have no idea. I don't We've know. got to reach
0: out and get a and get a guy. We've got to get a guy on here. do you know anybody who would be willing? Character or not? We can bring him here on the third screen. We can bring him in. We can talk some stocks. I would love to do that. That would be if you find I mean, hell, if breakdancing is gonna be an Olympic sport, for the love of God, we can talk about stocks on this show.
1: Yeah, I don't like so the ceiling you, on you it You don't you I, don't I, seem sold. I, I don't I don't know anybody, but being a fantasy football guy, the ste- the the ceiling on steel maybe you 40, are the guy was forty three dollars, right? Yeah. But that was like twenty eleven. the The floor is like six dollars, five dollars, which is like where I bought you it. You
0: bought now. it at six, yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, you know, it seems like well, you buy you buy at the floor and you hope for the ceiling, but. I don't know if the the ceiling is realistic. It might be like, you know, that one game where, you know, Mitch Trubisky puts up 35 points and then the rest of the time he's giving you 18, like it's not a real ceiling. So that I got to figure out.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to get in and play. Do you have a, do you just go through an app to get into the stock market there? Yeah. I use stash. I understand that my, um, Yeah, my ability to play may soon be doing better if uh, if uh, McConnell and uh, Pelosi can come to terms here soon. Maybe maybe we'll be doing a little bit better here, but uh, we'll we'll see if we can get to that point. I'd love you. Wait, you do stacks with it?
1: No, I use an app called Stash.
0: Stash. Stash. Like a
1: mustache.
0: I'm just going to download it right now. Like you're stashing money, or you have yourself a mustache.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stash like you're stashing money. It takes like you you could say, hey, uh, I you know every month put twenty dollars into this account, and it'll do like a little savings there, and and then or hey, forty dollars. I want forty dollars a month to go to stocks, and then that starts adding up, and you buy your stocks, and you know you hope for the best.
0: Okay. All right. I'm I'm in. Sign me up. Our
1: our friend Joel used to have a guy named Jeff Epstein, but. You know he's uh, he hung up on him last time. You know, hanging.
0: Where where did he go? Is he? Oh, he just left the Cubs, of course.
1: No, he was the pedophile, the the prisoner who hung himself.
0: Oh, who was? Yeah, who killed himself in his police in his in his. Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. He had the whole sex ring. You know, going.
0: you know who you haven't heard anything about is uh, just just Lane. She got arrested, but you haven't heard anything about her because the whole United States elections all over the place, right?
1: Well, I don't know. You know, I don't know what news you follow. You got, uh, you got is, your, you got your sources that cater to you. Is she so
0: gonna name not... you? Is she gonna name you? Is that the issue here? What's going on? What's going Name on? me. I don't know. No, oh. not you. Sorry, pal. Wouldn't be you. Hey, uh, he's Al Larcher. I'm Clark Lawrence. And thank you so much for listening to uh, live at the Sports Addict. It's what we do on Tuesdays. We appreciate you joining us. Tonight we've been talking Chicago Bears. We're talking hell. We just jumped into the stock market with Al. I appreciate that, Al. I want to keep talking about it. I want to learn more about it, my friend.
1: Well, I don't know if I should dump the steel and just buy Tesla because I hear Tesla's. A, you know, that, that's what I I see on Twitter all the time. You better buy Tesla. Well, it's the next. It's the next Amazon. Is it though? I don't know. I know fantasy football.
0: That's all I know. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. It it might not be it might not be the place. Hey, how are you finishing up in your year long fantasy footballs? Uh the playoffs well, start next week, right? Well, I'm an F
1: F P C champion, Clark. I'm getting a medal. I don't know what you're getting from these bullshit leagues that pay out. Like, you know, you got Ross's league that pays everybody. You get a participation award just for showing up.
0: No, uh, no, I think it pays like three. Three people. Maybe Yeah,
1: yeah, three three to seven people get paid out in his.
0: League. Oh, with a regular season rub too. I oh, I think I get paid out for finishing second in the regular season,
1: which yeah, is going to happen.
0: Go. I don't know. Thanks to you, you're, you um, yeah, I believe you beat Derek. Let me double check. Oh no, 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 no. You oh, you laid down. I could have had first place this week, but you laid down to the number two team.
1: I you're, had one of the best teams. I think I you're in what? fifth. Second most points.
0: You put up 80 points this week.
1: No, no, no. In no, Ross's like Total. League. On the year. How am I doing on the year? Oh uh,
0: Yeah, you're like second or third. I, I think I passed you this week because your week was not good. Yeah. You're at 1488. You were in the lead. You had the most points scored at 1488. Clark, and I'm right behind you at 1480 going into this week. However, I always scored you by like 100 points, Al.
1: Well, Clark, at the end of the year. Oh, explain um, it to me. Who's cashing a $1,500 check versus a whatever you win? Wait, who's
0: cashing a $1,500 check? Me. Why? Why 1500
1: Because I won the FFPC
0: today. Oh, and that's 1500 Yeah. Oh, congratulations on that. Thank you. That's great. Plus the 15000 It's a great fantasy football year for you. So, well, so then can you do me a favor and let me enjoy doing okay in my – can you follow along with me? No, no I do well fun. because – you have a chance to upset me in this because you're still going to be in the playoffs because he let six people in it. So even you at fifth or sixth place is going to be in these playoffs and you have a chance to stand up and come back and, and take Woo. care of business,
1: pal. I hope, come on. I, and, I, and I hope I do because nothing rubs my ass more than being one of the best fantasy football players in America. Wow. Yet I can't win. I can't win against the, my local uh, the scrub
0: friends. What do you mean your local scrub friends? Like, just because this week, like just this week, I scored 166 points this week, and, and you scored, uh, yeah, not even 80, 79.73 points.
1: But I have, I, have, I have one of the highest averages, like, and, and again, I'm one of the best players of fantasy football in America, and yet, uh, my friends who I tell this to, they, they don't believe me, they, they don't know what's going on, they think I'm full of shit because I'm like in last place. So Al, like Archer, fucking Al,
0: Archer, of Al Archer, Al Archer. You always tell me that when it comes to fantasy football, you can't bet with your heart. However, I see a mistake that you made. I see a mistake that you made on your Ross's team. Taysom Hill, just sitting there on your bench. Sitting there on your bench. While yeah. you started Mitchell. Who, who'd you start?
1: Mitch Tabinsky.
0: Yeah, that's right. Mitch Stabinsky, with just under 16 points. Taysom Hill, 26 points. Al, yeah. that one was tough. Still, I... They
1: were playing the fucking Lions. My God, The man. Lions.
0: <laughs> but you Look, forgot to understand this is the Bears that you've been watching all along.
1: Clark, Taysom Hill put up, the week before, put up like 18 points at quarterback, running in two touchdowns. He ran in two touchdowns. <laughs> and he had 18 points. Yeah. So I was like, this is risky. <laughs> now, in the FFPC... Uh, I had Ben Roethlisberger has been my quarterback all year. I picked up Taysom Hill two weeks ago. I've been running Taysom Hill. So I had the thing like, do I start Ben or do I start Taysom Hill? And I'm like, you know, that game could get canceled. I don't know what the hell's going on with COVID. I'm just going to play Taysom Hill. So I ended up doing all right there and getting those 28 points. But yeah, last second, I almost switched it too. There was like two minutes before kickoff. I'm really? Like, why, am I, why am I not starting? Why am I starting Taysom Hill and not Ben Roethlisberger? And then, yeah, I pulled back. Yeah,
0: oh. man, that one bit you. Hell, you could have even started Cam. You had them both on your roster there because, shit, you can have a lot of people on your roster in Ross's league. I mean, yeah, 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 a yeah. lot of people on your – don't get me wrong. Your league, you could stack some people too. Uh, right. We had to add for COVID, right? Like, it just had to happen. But even Cam Newton dropped 20, 24 points. That would have been all right. I mean, the rest of your, be- the rest of your bench was the drizzling shits. It uh, it happened to me last week, I think, against you in this league, Al. Isn't it the worst when your defense goes negative? Yeah. It goes fucking negative because at the very least, you could wish that they didn't give up 45 points and go negative on you. And, and there's then,
1: nothing you could do about it. You know, there's just nothing.
0: Uh, Cooper's in the red zone. I don't know why I'm talking to you like you're out of this game. All you need is fifty fifty six fifty points and and you can win. That's it. And you got Cooper going. Yeah, it's
1: fine. Well, Clark, Clark, two Draft King tournament first place victories. And in the three dollar, I've taken sixth place. I just want to remind you I am a king, Clark. I am a draft king. Well you are a draft you are.
0: you are and I appreciate it. Um yeah. Hawkinson he he scored a touchdown against the Bears, right? Like he did fine. Kamara on your team, Henry Henry fucked you right there. That, this is your lineup that, that lost this week, but you're still going to make the playoffs because the way I see it is, yeah, you can't drop below Al, or below uh, Jimmy. Jimmy's going to take over for Ross. We had a, the guy in the sixth seed is going to get knocked out. The, the commissioner of the league Ross is going to get knocked out and the entire NFL bubble, who was sitting in 12th place. I believe, is recently as like five weeks ago, or 10th place. He was in dead last, and now he's going to make the playoffs. A hell of a comeback there. Got to watch out for it. Now, it looks like I've happened myself into a bye week next week, week which I don't think is great.
1: Yeah. No, it's horrible.
0: Yeah. Bye.
1: That's rough. Dude,
0: Joel brings up a good point there. Like uh,
1: – Cairo Ky- Santos.
0: He's been solid. <laughs> Unreal. And, uh, hell, Pinero, or Pinero, who got hurt before the season started been wondering uh, when he would come back. But I mean, now I, I mean, he's not going to come back. Right.
1: So FFPC, again, this championship game this week, he has no tight end. His tight end puts up two points. His kicker puts up 14 points. So I was like, he had Jason Sanders from Miami. I'm like, he might beat me by a fucking kicker because my tight end put up 11, but my kicker put up four. I had Zane Gonzalez of Arizona. Yep. So, let's see. 11, 50. So my tight end kicker put up fifteen points. His tight end kicker put up 14, 15, 16 points. So I, I was starting to panic. They yeah. got my defense put up twelve.
0: Yeah, that's good. That, that's good. That'll happen. Um, in 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 your league that that you're running, Al, have you been watching any of the happenings over there?
1: No, I pretty much quit. But I got a. Uh, a uh, message from one of the crybabies, were like you, you, know, you don't, you're not setting a lineup. It would help if you uh, set a
0: lineup. Oh, help, you, you're not me. setting a lineup, Al? Seriously, like as the well, commissioner, listen, especially, you've got to set a lineup. You've got to at least attempt to win listen, the games.
1: When you bitches allow a quarterback wow. to play, what is you wrong? Bitches- Are
0: you going to cancel the league next year? Like you're really having a tough time here
1: when you bitches allow a, a, a tight end a quarterback to play at the tight end position, I'm out. I'm done. This league is, I'm going to make, I'm going to make the payoff and I'm never going to play with you guys again. Not only that, a guy who's out of the playoffs traded with a dude who's in the playoffs who happens to be his roommate.
0: Wait, who did I that? don't know about that. What, which teams, which teams pulled this shit? That's not good. Which team? I, didn't, you I didn't
1: even understand the trade, so I just I don't give a fuck anymore.
0: <sighs> I have a question for you, and it's just a question. Like, don't don't feel like you need to be like it's not me coming at you as the commissioner, bro. It's just me asking. So there's there's two different divisions. There's the front bar and the back bar mm-hmm. are the two divisions in this uh, in this one division has three of the best record, three of the four best records in the league. Mm-hmm. And will at the end of today, at the end of tonight. Do those, all three of those teams make the playoffs? No. Do the standings, do the the leagues matter? The divisions yeah. matter?
1: Divisions matter because it's the top two of the divisions.
0: And only four teams make your playoffs. I believe so. There's a chance I'm going to miss the playoffs.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> seriously, out of all the guys in the league, I'm dead last like i'm I'm out of all the guys in the playoffs in your league, yeah, I'm the guy you want out the most,
1: nah I guess how that's is that even true. possible? I mean, you're probably the one I'm closest to, so i I guess yeah i uh i you know I'd like to see Cooley win something that poor kid he had a tournament team that went off this week
0: I again, know, he never. Oh, he I'd like old... to know about that.
1: He never got back to me when I asked him how he finished, so it probably not good. I didn't want to. I'm going to hit him up right now. Okay. See if he, he had his uh, team. By the way, it is easier to adopt some Russian kid to get a Russian baby than it is to get a cat in the city of Chicago.
0: Oh, hang on a minute here. I'm sure it is. We've got to figure out how to get you a cat. I saw a cat lady on WGN News this morning. Actually, I should have. I took some There's notes a, from you. She, she said that uh, you've got to make sure if, if, you're, if you're, the cat is coming into your situation. No matter how much you have given your cat, you've, you've put out for this cat, he comes in with his own baggage. So you've got to give him space. Try to bust out the toy with the fishing, you know, the, the, the little yeah, fishing, yeah. The fishing pole one. That's the good one. It, it keeps distance, and it also keeps them coming. You've read. You, you know what you're doing. Al, pretty soon I want to give you an update. Last week I looked up cat boxes with you. Yep, And you you told me I was going to get ads Yeah, I had one on Facebook that night At 10.04pm We finished the show at about 8.15 I had one Later that night at 11.30 on YouTube And then on Wednesday December 2nd at 7.21 I had one on Facebook The next day on Wednesday at 10.37 I had one on Facebook Thursday 12.05pm on YouTube Thursday 7.34 on Facebook Cat litter ads for the robot cat litter thing That's 400 bucks Then on Friday, I had a 9.34 a.m. Facebook, 6.44 uh, p.m. on Facebook. Today, before the show, I go to YouTube looking for some music to play. Boom. Cat, Cat. robot, litter box ad. They're everywhere. And all I had to do was look it up once for you.
1: Yeah, that's all it takes, man. Uh, (sighs) Joel wants to know if I have a Russian kid. Well, I'm trying to adopt a cat. No, a Russian kid guy.
0: Like, you got a, you got a Russian kid cat kid guy. There's
1: there's there's a cat named Diana who's at the Irving Park Pet smart uh, I have adoption papers put in, but they call rep. They call two references. I hit up the lady today. I'm like, hey, what's up with the application? She's like, well, your second uh, your second
0: Reference. What do you call that?
1: Reference hasn't gotten back to me yet.
0: Whoa whoa we'll whoa tomorrow. whoa whoa! You were supposed to put me down.
1: I know oh, I might no. have screwed
0: up. No, you trumped it. Last week you said, "Oh no, I'm not going with you." You went with with two better ones. You came up with better ideas. Maybe it should have been me.
1: I ended up using three people, and I I probably should have used you as
0: the fourth. The more, the better. <laughs> Did you try to message the person that you used as a reference and just say, "Hey, man, so and so called," because with robocalls the way they are these days, you're not people aren't answering phone calls.
1: Yeah, no, I I I, uh, I let everybody know who I. Uh, who I used as references.
0: I bought a litter box. I got
1: a litter box with the uh, robot cleaner. It's not the fancy one that you're getting all the ads for, but it's, it was okay. still like a $150 litter box. Oh, uh, they, my landlord did, my landlord texted me. He said he got a call from the pet people. And he said, everything is, you know, he gave them a thumbs up. So they, they did make a phone call. They did reach out to somebody.
0: Oh, that's good. Cool. Um, what do you think? Are you optimistic about this? Do you think you'll have a cat within the next week? I'm
1: hoping. I, okay. I, I, I am hoping. If not, I am going to get a Russian kid. I'm going to get a little uh, Stanislav running around. If you Stanislaw need Stanislav Larcher.
0: Oh Keep Stanislav away from Hazel and Vera, please. That's all I ask. Actually, I'd love if they hung out. We could talk wrestling. We could take them to their first wrestling show, you know? After after the COVID.
1: Well, hopefully hopefully you'll still be talking to me by that point. So uh, I've got know. good
0: news. This just in. the uh, In your league, no matter what happens, I have outscored Joe by so much that even if he wins, I will still have more points than him, and I will be the second place in the division. So, my friend, I am going to make the playoffs. And here's the thing. Your team was playing against his. You put up a whole 68 points, Al. Thanks for at least changing your starting lineup, I guess.
1: So yeah, really, I did my
0: best. So were you tr- – no, were you trying to keep me out of the playoffs? Is that what's going on here?
1: I thought about it. I was kind of like, man, if, uh,
0: if I lose, it could hurt Clark. If, if I could screw it. anybody. But... If I could but... screw anybody, Clark would be the guy. No, no, no! You're done. You're de- Jesus Christ! Jeez, my friend. I just uh, dropped the lamp
1: on my bed. Hold on, I don't want to start a fire. No, no, no!
0: Yeah, that, thats,
1: you're, you're that's probably—that's
0: probably a good idea. Um, I, I'm just going to keep my phone handy, ready to call 9, 911 if needed. Uh, maybe you could remind me of your address. Oh, that's a nice shot there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, guys. Give us a call, 760-454-8834. We're on live on Blog Talk Radio. People are interacting on the chat line. We got Joel over on Facebook. Thanks for watching us there. People are watching us on Twitch. We are at Sports Addict. I think Nathan's still around, coming at us from over, uh, over in England. He's a Brit. Um, he he kind of chimed out once we got to this point, because he doesn't know much about American football. But uh, if it was rugby, he'd be in. I I wish he would have stuck around to teach us a thing or two about about rugby and what have you, my friend.
1: Well, breaking news. I think I've made a big decision in my life. It's not a get the Russian kid. They eat less. It's a good point. They also, the you know, the 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 poop situation. You know, I got a small place. Those cats.
0: Did you a lot get of too. Did you get the litter box yet? Or you? I wait? did. I
1: bought I bought the litter box. so nice. we, we at least have that.
0: And was it the uh, mid the mid level one? Electronic and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's electronic. I haven't taken it out of the box yet, but it, it's here. I okay. cleaned I cleaned my room today. That was uh, Sunday. That was a big project. You know, you got a wife.
0: You know I, that you got, is true. Uh,
1: you You got a partner. You know, you guys, I'm not saying she cleans. I'm saying you may clean, but you got two people. When you live alone, sometimes you let things go for a while. So yeah. I, I found most of the hair that's fallen out of my head on the carpet in my bedroom.
0: Uh, and you picked I, it I up? I all
1: that vacuumed nice. up. And, Good. You know, I scrubbed the floors. Good. I just did the deep clean that's been needed for a while. Uh,
0: don't do yourself a disservice here, man, especially in the COVID year. Like, you just, you let your place go more than ever. And we, we've never been the tidiest of people. Let's be honest here, but right. but it, you know you you just it, you you let things build up a little bit more because you don't have many people coming by the house these days. It's just not it's not how it's going on. So it does get a little bit back up. I, I do have a new project. Um, we're gonna get a deep freezer. See, how my brother in law, he's got himself a farm with over twenty cattle. He's got steer wow. and everything, and I can get in on this. I can buy I can buy the cow. You ever yeah. heard that buy the whole cow? Yeah. 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 You
1: get the steaks. Well, I can buy the whole cow. So
0: Thursday, tomorrow or in two days from now, we're going to have a, a deep freezer here that we can hold some of that meat in. Also when home run in pizzas, running a deal, you know, like $5 for pizza or whatnot, I can just pick up like five of those sons of bitches, put them in the deep freezer, pull them out when needed.
1: That's nice. Yeah. No, that's important. If you have, if you have a house, you need the deep freezer.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Uh, that's very,
1: yeah. very, very smart move. Uh, you know, if you, if you go down to your uh, old homelands and you shoot a deer, you know, you could get a year's worth of uh, deer steak.
0: Absolutely. I mean, in there. I've got, I've got a guy or two for that. So I've got my, I got my beef guy. I got my venison guy. Like, I, I think things are going to be good. I want to get – he. oh, my, my beef guy, my brother-in-law has lamb too. I want to get on on that. Let me know mm-hmm. if you want in. Do I you can, like
1: the mint jelly with the lamb? Do you use the mint jelly?
0: Ooh, yeah. It's been a long time. I did. I did the, the mint jelly with it once. It's funny. I didn't even remember that. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Got that going. Going to bring in a foosball table, too. Getting some more shelving units to try to spread it out. We're going to our basement isn't finished other than this office that I'm in right now. Oh, you got the new neighbors. So you got to use the you got to use the filter.
1: Yeah, use the filter.
0: Does that take care of the smell a little bit? Did, Did the landlord ask you or did you just make this decision on your own? No, I made
1: the decision. He's got a little kid downstairs. No,
0: that's a good decision. That's a smart decision.
1: And, uh, and just opening
0: the window, even though you're upstairs, yeah, it still travels.
1: I try to smoke out the window when I can. Um, I assume maybe uh, I'll be spoken to at some point, but so far, so good.
0: Okay. Well, would it be beneficial? I mean, we're in, we're in a day and age where everything's legal here in the state of Illinois, where you brought up that conversation first. You just said, "Hey man, I'm doing my best uh, to make sure that the smell's not getting down. If it's too much, let me know." I don't know. Just no, to- we
1: we have a really good relationship right now, and uh, I think if if there was a problem, he would just text me and be like, "Hey, I've noticed you do you have skunks upstairs. Maybe, you know."
0: Well, this just in, joining us live here on the Larcher and Lawrence and uh, live at the Sports Attic Show. Uh, I've spoken with Al's landlord, and he's going to join us live right here. No, I'm just
1: kidding. I would have been fine with that.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I I completely understand that.
1: So looking at fantasy this week. Yeah, let's draft go back. Kings,
0: we're, going to, we're going to week 14 here, DraftKings?
1: I'm going to say, like, there's a lot of chalk. There's going to be a lot, like, look, Russell Wilson's playing the New York Jets. He's 7,900. Um, you know, high ceiling, high floor, rebound game. Still playing for that MVP slot, although Aaron Rodgers is making the case. Uh, You have Kansas City going up against Miami. You know, uh, that might actually take the chalk off the price. The price of the chalk, his price being the most expensive quarterback on the slate, and the fact they're playing Miami, who's a good defense, may bring his chalk down some. Uh, But generally, tournament play, man, it's not worth, again, Derek Carr, Mayfield, It's not worth spending up at quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, 75 uh, against Detroit. You know, he should be able to tear them up. Uh, Detroit's terrible. The Bears should have done the same thing. Uh, So that's an exciting matchup. I'm definitely going to have a lot of Devontae Adams this week. Um, I think think good players are doing good things lately. Like, when when guys are in smash spots and they're stars, they tend to be showing up. Uh, Tom Brady against Minnesota is a great spot, but you know it's Tom Brady. I'm just not feeling it. Here's the guy I think is the right price, the right place, the right time. Taysom Hill, uh, 6600 against Philadelphia. The Eagles have been terrible. Um, I think they're actually fairly decent against the pass, but I think Taysom Hill with his legs, you're getting that legs, and you're getting you're getting his arm, and you're getting his legs at 6600. I like that. Matt Ryan, he's playing the Chargers. 5,700, I mean, he's practically free, but he doesn't have the legs, and, uh, you know, you need the three, 400 yards from him, I don't know if that's going to happen, Ryan Tannehill playing lights out football, 6,700 against Jacksonville, Herbert, uh, well, that's a good play right there, 6,800 against Atlanta, who we know can't stop the pass, Justin Herbert, man, you stack him with uh, the tight end over there, I, I think it's Hunter Henry. Or you stack him with Keenan Allen, or you know you get crazy and you you avoid the ownership because that that's gonna be really high ownership. Yep. You know, go Mike Williams. Uh, Mike Williams always uh, is a guy who could win you a tournament. I don't know he he just he's a guy who's either gonna do nothing or he's gonna go for you know uh, two catches and uh, eighty yards and a, a touchdown or two. Um, you know his ceiling game. Uh, he Last time he played the Saints, which was in October, he put up 30 points. Uh, now, he also puts up five points, one point, six points. So, he's a, he's a guy who very well could burn you. But if you play him in just stacks with Herbert, I think that's a smart play because the chalk's going to be on Keenan Allen and uh, Hunter Han- Henry. Hunter Henry, 4,400. I think that's also a good play.
0: Do you have a problem spending back. up on Aaron Rodgers this week? With what? Spending up on Aaron Rodgers, or, or, or are you gonna? Uh, you played Mitchell Trubisky this past week against Detroit, but you got Aaron Rodgers going to Detroit, and it's indoors. Yeah. It's in, in the over under. There's 55, and you got to think yeah. most of that's going to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, right?
1: Here, here, here's the problem: you're investing so much money in your stack at that point. Aaron Rodgers ah. is 7500. You know, Devontae Adams is 9,300. You got to hit you know, it I mean, everywhere else, huh? He's 9,300. Uh. So uh, the smart play would be play Scatling, Valdez Scatling at, at 4K with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe you you kind of hope Devontae Adams goes chalk and has a bad game. You know, if, if he's 9,300 and has a decent game and puts up 24 drafting points, that's not really a smash day for him at that right. price point. Right. So – if if uh uh Scatling goes ahead and he puts up, you know
0: Yeah. I twenty twenty
1: five points. Uh he I mean he had a game a couple weeks ago against Jacksonville. He put up twenty seven points. So at four thousand, uh four thousand uh he's not even. He's under four K at this point. Wow, thirty nine hundred. Scatling's a great tournament play. I don't know what the matchup is like. Well it's the fucking Lions, so the matchup is great.
0: Yeah yeah uh
1: yeah so scatling and then this 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 guy uh rogers he always seems to throw a touchdown such at the tight prick. end
0: you He's know such a prick.
1: so so Ro- robert Tunyon coming in at 4200 is a good good uh game if i were to approach this game from a tournament aspect i would say don't play Devonte adams play scatling play tanyan play anybody else but uh, Devontae Adams, but then when you're building Stacks in other games, like let's say You go with a low-priced quarterback yeah. And now you have savings, that's when You want to play Devontae Adams, so you're going to get exposure On him, I just don't think it's smart Having exposure on him in that game uh, Because everybody's going to be Playing that, and in, in, in you're not going to Differentiate yourself from the field But, you know, if you're like me, and you've got to Go back to the guy who won you $15,000 You know, maybe you play A, a, a little luck, uh, Drew Locke at 5,100, and, you know, his wide receivers are probably priced pretty decent, and one of them keeps going off. Uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Hamler. Hamler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geez. Hamler's 3K, and Hamler is getting five targets, six targets, 10 targets, 10 targets. You know, he, he's, he, ha- he hasn't had a blow-up spot, but he's getting the targets. So if Hamler goes off, and then Jerry Juday, who has been absolutely fantastic, He's 4,700. Uh, I mean, you could stack the two if you really think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, th- this guy's put up 28 points against Atlanta, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. And then he, he's, he's had pretty, uh, uh, you know, under 10 points per game since then. But yeah, I mean, that's the way to go. Th- this guy, this uh, Deshaun Hamilton, uh, there was a lot of hope for him earlier in the season, but. He's he's not worth playing at all. I don't even think they're really targeting him.
0: Okay. All right. Um
1: Yeah, no. Oh, six hey, I take that back. Five targets, two targets, six targets, one target, no targets. What uh, about so it's a, a count just keeps dropping. Anyways.
0: It's a pretty good price again on Mooney. Yet again, another week, another good price on Mooney at thirty five hundred bucks. It's because he hasn't really produced, but I think that one of the things that uh places are looking at and you can tell me if I'm wrong, is that he hasn't dropped many passes at all. Not too many targets are coming his way is the biggest issue there, as you you said. But on my list for undervalued receivers, Mooney's number one, Hamler's number two. Yep. And that's where Uh, he's
1: at. Darnell Mooney is projecting really well in my system. His point per salary is very high. His uh, plus-minus projection is high. His floor is six points. His ceiling is thirteen. He's projected at nine points. Uh, at three thousand five hundred, if you get twelve points from him, you're having a pretty good day because you're, you're able to spend that. Now you're able to get Devontae Adams. So what you want to do really is when you're buying when you're buying wide receivers, you want to spend high for your number one, medium for your middle, and low for your 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 third guy. You don't want to be stuck like five five five. You don't want to be you don't want to go high high and then low on everything else you want to get, you want to, you want a high price wide receiver in a good spot. You want a middle priced wide receiver who, who could break a slate and you want a guy who's cheap, who has a ceiling and legitimately could go up. I mean, this guy Mooney had nine targets against the green Bay Packers. He only caught three of them 30 yards, but you're getting nine targets. Um, Against Tennessee, he had eleven targets. Against Detroit, he had six targets. Okay, you know, you you catch one of those balls, and you go for sixty yards in a touchdown, and then you get the. He's averaging 30, 30 to forty yards a game. So now you're at a hundred yards a touchdown. It's realistic. Like we're not we're not talking fantasy well we are talking fantasy obviously but we're, we're not we're not shooting the shit where it's not realistic right this is in the realistic range of outcomes where he could get 100 yards a touchdown and have a great day at 30 34 points most likely he's giving you eight points eight points two points nine points and then he did have 17 points against the saints so chances are he's going to screw you or he's going to give you eight points which isn't going to hurt you Um, And that's what you want at that price point. You want a guy who isn't going to hurt you, but has a potential to to really help you. And he's both of those things. Look, Allen Robinson's still too cheap, 6,800. He's under 7K. That's a number one wide receiver who's seeing the targets, seven targets, 13 targets, nine targets, nine targets. You know, he hasn't gone 100 yards In 10 games which is shocking to me
0: wow Uh, but is he really undervalued i mean in that bears offense Uh,
1: well that that's the that's the over-undering thing this game might might be kind of chalky because it's cheap and there's potential for ceiling but this is a bottom five offense i think it's a bottom two offense you know so put that in perspective that the bears are really shitty at playing offensive football you know this i know this yeah and if if it's one of those things where this is where you look at ownership. You know, we talk about ownership. People don't understand what that means. If, if say, 15% of the field is playing Mitch Trubinsky, or Trubinsky. 9% of the field is playing Mitch Trubinsky, Trubinsky. run away. That's not, that's not something you want to get involved in. You want to be under-owned. If 5% of the field is playing Mitch Trubinsky, there's enough ceiling there where you do want to be in on him. So that's how, that's how you gauge chalk. Do you want to be in there in in the field with this or not? And if it's a bad play and it's high ownership, get away from it. If it's a good play and it's low ownership or a risky play with low ownership, go ahead and and make the play.
0: All right. Okay.
1: Get someone that stays in bounds. Yeah, that was ugly, man. That was ugly. But. You know, fantasy football. It's not. It's not about the player. It's not about. It, it's about production and, right. and the generation of. You know, the Bears are going to score points. The, the well, Bears aren't going to get 200 yards on offense. The offense has to go somewhere. So is 6,800 dollars worth the price?
0: I don't know. I think I, 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 I Alan don't know Robinson else... is the best player on that offense. Like I really, he is. Yes. Th- that mistake was pretty pretty rough there on third down, but I, I don't know. I mean, the morale is out of this team completely as well. It was tough. Like I said, I laughed, I laughed at the game.
1: I mean, for $200 more, you get Adam Thielen, who, who's had 11 targets, 11 targets, seven targets, you know, uh, 123 yards, 75 yards in the touchdown, 123 yards, two touchdowns. 43 yards, two touchdowns. He's getting a lot more of the touchdown equity. Uh, So, you know, Adam Thielen is a better play than Allen Robinson, depending on ownership. Ownership isn't out yet. Uh, Michael Thomas, with with Hill as quarterback, has fallen to 7,100. I mean, this is Michael Thomas we're talking about, Uh, uh, one of the reception leaders last year, and he's still getting 11 targets, 6 targets, 12 targets, since Hill has come in. So. Look, last game, he had 11 targets, nine catches, 105 yards with Taysom Hill as his quarterback. Now, it was against the Atlanta Falcons, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But, you know, they're playing Philadelphia. Michael Thomas, 200, $300 more than Allen Robinson. Yeah, I mean, Allen Robinson is be, being a worse player everything I'm looking at here. So, uh, as far as Anthony Miller goes, the Bears have been playing a lot more of Clement was the who's the rookie tight end when they play him they tend to run a 12 man uh, formation which gives you two two tight ends or it pulls the tight end off the field and gives you a third a third uh, third to fourth look at wide receiver so alan uh, anthony miller actually is getting a lot more playing time but uh darnell mooney has just overtaken him as as a better player um 47 snaps 24 snaps 53 53 37 um, I don't have a snap count from last week, but against Green Bay at 47 to 68 snaps, five targets, five catches, six targets, three catches, seven targets, two catches.
0: He hasn't put
1: up 70 yards in a game though since uh, October. So, you know, no touchdowns on the year. Yeah. Wow. Or I'm sorry, he had one touchdown against Atlanta. <sighs> And one against uh, Detroit. But that's it, man. He's gone almost 10 weeks without a touchdown. I, I just, I, I don't like, it was risky. I thought it made sense last week going against the Lions. But his price is also up. He's almost 4K. Darnell Mooney, who's getting more work, is cheaper. So he's just a better play. Like just straight up a better play. He's he's involved in the snap, snap count. He's playing like 80% of the snaps where Miller's playing like 40% of the snaps. So you want to be on the guy who's on the field, and that's Darnell Mooney right now. So uh, I don't think Anthony Miller is a good play. Uh, as far as projections go, yeah, he, he's he's the worst projected uh, wide receiver uh, on the Bears as far as fantasy football goes. Uh, Darnell Mooney is a really good projection. Anthony Miller is so-so. Cordell Patterson, actually, a decent percent, pro- projection. You know, that's a sneaky play I would look at this week. Oh. I don't, I don't think anybody's really thinking about Cordell Patterson, you know, especially in the wide receiver position. So you can play him in the slot. He's 3,600, and this guy is getting a – I mean, he, he's getting a lot of running back carries.
0: Plus, he gets no. the
1: target at the receiver. I mean, the design plays for him.
0: Yeah. Uh, I would think the Bears are going to be playing from behind uh, in this game against Houston as well. Yeah. That would be my guess. Um, so he'd get some shots – Try to get a big play from him uh, on a kickoff return, maybe. I don't know. There's a chance. Uh, Bears get to play Deshaun Watson this Saturday, yeah. by the way. Could have, could have drafted him. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. I don't expect it to go well in the Bears' favor. Um, can I ask you something about Denver's run defense? I'm sure McCaffrey's still, you know, coming off this new injury, and he's still <laughs> running ninety-two hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would. So, yeah, I mean, rule of thumb, don't don't play running backs coming off of leg injuries unless,
0: you know, like this this is off of a shoulder injury.
1: Oh, shoulder injury, upper body injury. Then. Yeah. Uh, Who are they playing? Who'd you say?
0: Denver, Denver, Denver.
1: Denver. Let's see. Let me look at the defense versus defense.
0: Would you play in your year long uh, fantasy football playoffs?
1: Denver's right in the middle at at running back. Um, they they project positive, so he actually should do better than projected. So if he's projected at twenty, he should put up about twenty four points. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, if he's starting, if you're certain he's playing, uh, and they're not limiting his snap count, then yeah, I would. I mean, it's it's. He's one of the best players in football. Like, why wouldn't you play him?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, there's a bunch of COVID. I, I think they just got hit with a bunch of COVID shit. If I'm not mistaken. I think they just lost their number one receiver to COVID this week. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, the only receiver showing on my board right now is, is Robbie Anderson. Uh. So, if if McCarthy's playing, and they're going to be limited at at receiving, and uh, they just might strip down the game plan and just go straight to run so the, and just feed McCaffrey.
0: Eight players have been put on, uh, including DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: they could come back, I would think. Maybe they just had a – they were close to somebody with it and if they test out the rest of the week. Because if you recall, um, Eddie Jackson was put on it a couple weeks ago early in the week, and he came off it within a couple days. So I guess it just depends right now. Like keep an eye on that one is what I'm saying. Cause I don't think that, I mean, there's a chance more people will test positive, but there's also a chance that right now, some of those guys don't have it. They're just on the list.
1: I mean, it sucks, but because of COVID, I don't start my fantasy football till Friday. I mean, I I put in about six hours on Friday, about six hours on Saturday. And then uh, that's it. I mean, I do very little during the week now because You just don't know. Like, you know, I don't want to spend all this time and then find out everything I've been planning has gone to shit. That happened a little bit this week because I was so in on Fitzpatrick.
0: Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. And then
1: Tua and Noah ended up playing.
0: And then we always take a look at it here, you know, to to kick off the Tuesday. So it it at least gets you thinking about it and getting you, you must do some things during the week, I would gather.
1: Not really. I mean, outside of our talk here now, I mean, you know, I might read like a pacing column. Okay. Um,
0: like yeah. a Ryan pacing column?
1: No, like like snap count and pacing of teams. How how quick a team gets up to the line of scrimmage.
0: My and- idea of pacing of a team is drafting a quarterback, moving up, trading up from third to second to draft the quarterback. That nobody has above two other guys that you picked in the draft. I waited until now, Al, to be upset about this. I'm not. I hadn't been upset the last three seasons. It's like let him develop. Let him develop. Pretty obvious what the deal is now.
1: Well, yeah, you're a Cubs fan, so you have a. a oh long, come on! Long, I don't want to get banned from the show, but yeah, you, you know, you give a long. Uh, I am. You're a little more forgiving.
0: I've been. I'm taking time right now to decide my baseball. Allegiances I will look into any Leagues I I believe I'm still going to be a Cubs fan at the end of this But I may spend some time out In Schaumburg I may Spend some time out in Schaumburg watching the Dogs next year you know minor League baseball you bring the kids It's geared towards the kids I have a family That could be the plan
1: Every year I like We go through this you realize that right Yeah. Every year you're like oh this. I don't know about baseball anymore I'm, this could be I'm it. out this I'm could done. be the end. I'm a, I'm a hot dog fan now. This I'm just could be the hot end. Dogs.
0: We could be finished. El and,
1: and then come spring training, you're all about the long ball and the short ball and the Cubs and Danks and uh, what's the guy's name? What about
0: Danks? the White Sox. schwarberg has gone. He's, he's more gone. than likely won't be a Cub. <clears throat> and then the big news, Al, was – uh the The cubs tv play-by-play announcer leaving to become the radio announcer for the white Sox, the radio play-by-play guy len casper that caught everybody off guard last week yeah it doesn't happen a lot of times the tv guys don't leave to go to the radio It 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 was it was something else man and i mean that's not the reason why i'm contemplating my cubs fandom i'm just uh
1: well, why, why suddenly? It seemed like as soon as the uh, uh, Lenny Brinmeyer decides to leave, you you, uh, you start uh, think questioning your Cubs fandom.
0: Yeah, no, it it wasn't all of that. It's it's that that did matter a little bit for sure. It, it made me made me think about a few things, but there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it, and we'll see. Maybe baseball just isn't that fun. Maybe you're onto something, pal. Maybe instead of uh, napping through the uh through the 4th through 6th innings of a baseball game i'll nap while watching a concert maybe some jazz maybe um some japanese wrestling maybe maybe some japanese wrestling maybe some maybe some uh AEW wrestling which um
1: oh yeah Kenny Kenny Omega on impact tonight hey before we get to that i just i i yeah. want i do i your wife's not around is she
0: no and she I mean, she could be okay. watching, but
1: if there if there are any female listeners, please just turn off. And I know I'm going to offend Clark with this. And he's he's, he's going to get all liberal pissy on me. But, oh, boy, man, they had they had a lady play by play commentator on one of those games. I, it might have been the Tennessee game. I, I forget what it was. And it was just bugging the shit out of me. And I I think women are wonderful. They should be. They should. I wouldn't even mind a female. If the Bears want to hire a lady to be the head coach, I'm all for it. I don't care. But the play-by-play man, it, it, she was very good. Like I can't. She sounded though like Jill from uh, Home Improvement.
0: See, that's like your problem. Lady. You immediately went to somebody, and that reminded you of that, and that's why you didn't enjoy it. I don't believe they had a rate uh, a woman doing the play-by-play. But uh, the guys who were calling the game from home, something went wrong with them, and they had to go for uh, quite a few plays to the to the woman on the sideline. And she did the play-by-play, from what I understand. I think I saw that happen. So she did it out of nowhere.
1: Well, whoever, is, is that the lady I'm talking about?
0: I believe so. Because, uh, I mean, she
1: straight up was doing play-by-play. We would
0: have heard if she was play-by-play for the whole game.
1: She, I thought she was. It was the whole game. I could sworn she was on. Uh, Cause I was watching on Red Zone, and you know when they would go to that game, she'd be like, "It's first and ten. They got it. they lined up in the I formation. Handoff inside. Gain a three yards. Tackle." Like she, she sounded like Kenny Albert. Like I mean, not voice wise, but like exact same place call style. Like she was, she was more than qualified doing the job. So I'm not saying that, but whatever reason, it's a very sexist comment. I realize that, but for whatever reason, you know, you wouldn't want Al Michaels calling uh, Dancing with the Stars. You know, you wouldn't. Like, well, I would, but most people wouldn't enjoy that. I don't know;
0: it wouldn't be bad. I would think. I mean, he might he might do a good job there. Who knows? You
1: don't want Al Michaels calling Miss America pageant.
0: What? Why?
1: Why? It just wouldn't sound right. You know. The Denver Broncos are four point favorites in this game. You know, Miss Miss, no, Miss Denver. Football. Miss Denver is a four-point favorite to come out on top. Well, I actually see that would be enjoyable. I guess I would watch that.
0: So last week, the big thing was that, uh, of course, uh, for a long time, the wrestler known as Sting, not the other Sting, the music guy. But Sting, the longtime WCW guy who never went to WWE after they bought WCW, he was in TNA for a very, very, for, 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 for a long time. And then about five years ago, he finally joined WWE and he's been a part of their roster, a part of whatever they call that with the, when you, the legacy, like the legacy guys, the legends contract. Uh, He's been with them. That contract apparently was up because last Wednesday night, showing up on AEW which is also on TNT the first time as they said it that night that he's been on AEW or on TNT since two thousand. Sting was on AEW in in twenty years. The first time is that twenty years? Yeah that'd be twenty years.
1: Well you know I could care less. I know. Sting just doesn't interest me. Never has, never will. I've never understood the appeal of Sting.
0: But you understand goes he goes woo yeah, the the original Wu, uh, but you understand why it's a big deal to a lot of people, and why many people would have flipped on the channel that night, or watched their DVR that effect, night as opposed to not wait.
1: From what I understand, with everything they did, the ratings weren't yeah. all that spectacular.
0: They were good. There's jumped.
1: There's there's went up, but you would have expected a bigger jump than than what they got. Yeah, they got close to a thing. million. Yeah, they had like 947,000.
0: Yeah. Um, The interesting thing about ratings is that Impact Wrestling tonight, you know, it started at 7 Central. First time that I've ever DVR'd that show. Uh, Maybe since TNA had Hulk Hogan on and they moved to Monday nights. I watched one night of that, I remember. Yeah, I've never watched. I didn't uh, even
1: think to record it tonight.
0: Well, yeah, that was the big ending last week. Uh, Don Callis, is it? Uh, Yeah. His uncle's buddy. Their friends, he was there for the match, and Kenny, he helped Kenny win the match. And then he, they headed out, and they said, we're going to be on Tuesday night. And they said, AEW's on Wednesdays. And he said, well, we'll be on the other federation. They are uh, crazy, man. Uh, Al, as a, as a longtime wrestling fan, is watching the Monday Night Wars, I had always wanted that as that company was starting to dwindle, WCW. I thought to myself, yeah, Vince McMahon, buy it without anybody knowing. And then you can have, like, this whole WCW versus WWE thing, the dream matchup. So seeing two separate federations right now working together, at least for a night, or I would imagine it's going to be more than one night. There's going to need to be some kind of a rub back and forth. I don't know if it's a working relationship or what. But obviously tonight, starting at 7 o'clock, Kenny Omega is on impact on Access TV. First of all, what did you think of the of the match with John Moxley? I really seeing Kenny Omega wrestle in a way that we hadn't seen him on AEW TV. I enjoyed last Wednesday night as the night of wrestling. What do you what do you think, Al
1: Well, I'm happy Kenny Omega is the world champion. Listen, this guy drew me to Japan. I went to Tokyo to witness one of his matches. Um, uh, he, he really got me to start watching Japanese wrestling. Uh, I, I found the interest. I was very excited when he went to AEW, and since he's gotten there, I think he's been a huge letdown. And uh, I've lost uh, a lot of interest in Kenny Omega. Um, yeah, I don't understand his character. Uh, he, he's very confusing as to who he is and what he, what, what he stands for, and does he care? And, uh, you know, of course, he, he puts on great matches, but without emotional investment in those matches, they're long. I mean, that's what they are. They're long matches. When you care, they're amazing. When you don't care, it's just another Kenny Omega match. Uh, But with him as world champion, I'm interested. With Don Callis as his manager, Don Callis was a good heel commentator in New Japan, I'm interested. Um, I want to see where it goes. I'm not interested in, in Impact. You know, Kenny Omega drew me to Japan, but couldn't uh, draw me to uh, record Impact tonight. I, uh,
0: I, it's on my DVR right now. You, I, you I am gonna me.
1: read results on Twitter. I am interested in what happens. Maybe if, so, maybe if it's something really awesome next week, I start recording Impact. Which you know what? Maybe I should. I like the Impact wrestlers. You know, they they do a lot with Warrior wrestling. Here yeah,
0: you've in, seen in, some of those in guys in Chicago.
1: I've seen. I've most of that roster has been through Warrior. I enjoy a lot of uh, their talent. Uh, there's a Austin kid I, I like. There's the North, great tag team. Yeah. Uh, the, the women's division is incredible. Uh, not incredible, but it, it's much better than what AEW has right now. Uh, so, you know, the reason I don't watch Impact is just, it's just it's such a time commitment because, you, uh, you know, you have Monday Night Raw, you have SmackDown, you have New Japan, you have AEW. Just adding something else to my plate, they just haven't gotten me to that point yet. I will say I didn't watch Raw last night. It's recorded. I'm thinking about watching it tonight. I don't know if I'm going to get there. If if I don't watch it tonight, I'm not going to watch it. Um, I I did finish NXT's uh, TakeOver. I, I finished War Games last night as opposed to watching Raw. Okay. So I might even have turned Raw on for an hour or two. I don't remember. Like, that's how bad it is. So yeah, you know what I did turn it on. I don't know how much of it I watched. I've I heard
0: remember. Raw, man, is just falling off. Like SmackDown is 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 the show. It's where it's at for WWE right now. But yeah, yeah, um, man, here's so when Vince McMahon took over for his dad and started buying out the wrestlers from the territories, right? Right. The territories at that time. So now territories. I guess I I compared. What the territories were? Your Memphis, your your other places uh, having wrestling.
1: Uh, AEW, NWA. So now,
0: yeah, now it's AEW, NWA, and Impact, right? Like back then, those guys tried to work together. Your your Memphis and, and your NWA and your 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 A yeah AWA AWA
1: and Impact. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, and they tried to work together, but egos and you know in the way that life is, the way that life is in those places, they had never worked together before. It just didn't stand a chance right now. I think the only chance to have any any chance at being a rival, if you will and and maybe never even at, who knows if you could ever succeed is that is that if these guys can work together a little bit here and there, um build up your stars that way, get well, more interest in wrestling
1: the territory system they did work together
0: i mean that that's what it was yeah but like, they but they failed at it.
1: No, it didn't really fail. Uh, They just didn't evolve where Vince McMahon did evolve. Okay. You know, the territories were like, you know, uh, AWA was in Chicago and WWE wouldn't run shows in Chicago because of AWA, but they would send Andre the Giant to go wrestle in AWA. And then AWA would send one of their stars to New York and everybody kind of shared talent. So nobody burnt out on it and, and there were moving pieces. And then, you know, within the NWA, you had Ric Flair as the world champion, and he he would bounce from territory to territory. Um, but what Vince McMahon did was he discovered uh, uh, syndication, okay. and he would send his tapes out to every territory. So every territory had television from New York, and he was able to make a lot of money. So then he paid for all those stars from all those territories to basically just gutted all the rosters. And they were left with nothing, and they eventually just kind of fell apart because they couldn't compete with WWE. Who just got there first? Uh, they, I mean, they were the New York Federation. So I, this is different. And okay, I I don't I don't know I don't know what it does. I don't know what it says. Working with Impact,
0: I really don't. I mean, it's gonna I, give I, it's gonna obviously give Impact to boost. People are gonna find out if they had access to television or not tonight.
1: It, it, In my opinion, it helps impact far more than it helps AEW.
0: I think that if they can have a work, now I've seen reports that it's only like a one-off or maybe Callis will come and do something over on AEW. But I think that if you can, especially in the women's division and in the knockouts and stuff like that, if you can get a little bit more talent, because that's been one of, one of the problems, one of the issues is trying to compete with talent Um to me, anyway, in AEW, it's trying to—I don't know. Then again, who knows? It could be the writing from both sides are right, too many cooks are in the damn kitchen, and it may just all implode again. I don't know. It—we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Impact probably understands that uh, AEW is giving them more of the rub than the the, the uh, reverse. Um, yeah. Don Callis posted a picture. Speaking of AWA. Of uh, Bobby the Brain Heaton when he managed Nick Botwinkle in the AWA, and kind uh, and I think that's kind of what he was looking to do with Kenny Omega. And if you go back and you watch some of those old promos, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Nick Botwinkle, I mean, I think you know him from uh, some commentary in WCW. Yeah,
0: yep, yep. He was a very
1: smart, educated man who spoke very well. So he he would he would cut an interview and he'd be like, you know, uh, it's very and he was the best wrestler, uh, it, you know. Very tragic this week. I'm facing this opponent, and uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to do. You know, he spoke he spoke very eloquently and sophisticated. You know, it, it was a sophisticated Clark. And
0: uh, oh, I
1: understand Al. So, Yes, yes, It was a sophisticated Clark. A sophisticated back so he would speak all eloquently, and then Bobby the Brain, he was this like Chicago sleazy guy who'd be like, "Hey, yeah, what he said. We're coming to beat your ass this week, you know." And he he would speak to the common people. Now I always thought Kenny Omega spoke a lot like Bob Backlin and Nick i uh, He always reminded me he he tries to talk very eloquently when he speaks, you know. Ooh, I'm fighting this person tonight, and uh-huh. it's going to be, you know. Uh, John Moxley, your father may have been a bad man, but I think my father was worse. I think my father could kick your father's ass. <laughs> you know, it, 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 he 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 does it very like um, uh, I don't know, feminine, but he, uh-huh. there's just you know, he he's not the the, the he's not talking to the common man. Where well, I think now, Nick Bockwinkle could speak to the common man. Okay. Well, Omega still portrays his personality, so. I, I'm interested to see where it goes. I really am. I'm excited for it, and I'm glad the title's finally off Moxley, who can now go and be with the baby
0: or whatever the hell is oh, yeah. going on. They're going to have still a baby. He, uh, oh yeah. he returns. Uh, Beth and Becky, Seth and Becky had their baby.
1: Yeah, they did. Seth
0: and, Seth and Becky Beth had a baby. And Beck and Secky. They had. They had Beth a girl and...
1: whose name I can't pronounce. I don't even know what the hell it is. So,
0: yeah, That's I, I name saw name. it earlier. I can't even remember. What
1: it it's like R-O-U-X. R- them. Was it like R- Rogues?
0: Their world is getting flipped upside down right now. That's wild. Crazy. Big Chicago Bears fan, though. Yeah, that baby better be a Chicago Bears fan in, in his family. Seth Rollins was a big Chicago Bears fan. I don't know. I recorded Impact. I'm probably going to try to turn it on and fast forward it until I see Kenny Omega or maybe try to pick some some other stuff up, but.
1: Well, we cut out now. I could probably turn it on, and uh, it probably hasn't
0: even gotten (laughs) there yet. So I haven't seen anything on Twitter. Yeah, I think we were winding this thing down anyway. Yeah. All right, brother. Well?
1: Takeover was good, by the way. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. How, uh, you enjoyed the show? I enjoyed it, yeah. I mean,
1: uh, there's nothing really to say about it. It was, you know, if you want to see Pat McAfee uh, in a War Games match, go for it. I thought the women's, uh, war games match was fun as well so
0: okay yeah check it out I saw a piece of his uh I didn't really hear much of his show today but he was on his podcast and he's he's selling it man he's wearing a neck brace so I don't know what the hell happened to him last night but he's wearing a neck brace so (laughs) maybe uh I'll try to I'll try to watch that show probably watch that over Monday Night Raw right
1: I don't know I didn't watch Raw so I, I, I don't know I don't know how to compare it and I I do have to check in with New Japan I just have to throw the app on and see what's going on.
0: Yeah. Well then.
1: And you know, worst case scenario in my FFPC where everything could go wrong, Antonio Gibson puts up 1.4 yards. We're at halftime. Amari uh, Cooper has three yards or three points, and you know Schuster ended up with nine. So if McLaurin would have went off, I could have got I could have lost this thing. So Whew. thank God. Thank God we had a close game and uh, we pulled it
0: off. And this is the team that already picked you up fifteen hundred bucks and a medal.
1: Yeah, and a medal. I will be Kurt Angle. Remember how Kurt Angle used to wear the medal everywhere? Yeah. Every podcast from now on, I'm gonna have that medal as soon as I get it. I just
0: you gotta you gotta end the show with chugging milk every time then too. Bring it on, baby. He is L Archer. I am Clark Lawrenson. We do this every Tuesday night at 6:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Until next week, I'll see you, buddy.
1: All right, bud. Uh, Take care, man. Yes, sir.